What's up, everybody? What is going on? Feels good to be back. Let me get a little second here before we get started here tonight. But I know you guys like the, the fresh gear we got here. So if you guys are watching, we're going to be offering them. Uh, we're either going to be doing green or black. So uh, be on the lookout for that. I'm going to put a post up in the group coming up soon. Uh, if you don't follow us, make sure you follow us on Facebook at The Stoop Life and on Instagram at The Stoop Life as well. Football season's back. That means we've got a lot of stuff coming up. So be on the lookout. Now, guys, today, first episode, back of the season, and I think it's going to be an enjoyable one. Uh, we did a little post in our Facebook group asking people their opinions on the topic we're going to be talking about, which is which division is the best in the NFL for the upcoming season. You know, we had a lot of people talking about which division was the best all time. We're not going to talk about that yet. We're going to talk about which division is the best for this upcoming season because we've got a lot of good conference this year. And then even though, even though the conference, some of the conferences are bad, they still should be competitive because, like, some of the conferences that are bad, all the teams are bad in them. You know, like, we're going to talk about the NFC South. Obviously, they suck. The NFC North, obviously, they suck. But then we got, you know, all the teams in the AFC, all the divisions are stacked. And then you got a couple of the divisions in the NFC that could be really good as well. Because if you guys remember last year, everybody was knocking the NFC East, how bad they were, the, the team sucked. Turned out being one of the best conferences. And now this year, a lot of you are ranking it in Stoop Life as the number one. So that's why, like, even though we're going to be ranking them right now, it really doesn't. We don't know. We don't know what's going to happen, actually, until they start playing. But it's all funny games going into it. So today we're going to be breaking down our top conferences for this season. And we're also going to be talking about top fantasy football players from those conferences, which will be a little bit different. Uh, and we're going to break it down right there. So let me get into it right now. So right now we got, we got all of our conferences right here on the screen. You see them. We got the ASC North, South, East, West, North, South, East, West of the NFC. Now you're probably thinking in your head which one's better right now. That's fine. But we're going to start from the bottom. We're going to start from the bottom up. The, the worst conference in football is going to be the NFC South. Or the AFC South, sorry. The AFC South. You got the Texans, Colts, Titans, and Jaguars. Obviously, the Jaguars made a little bit of a run last year. Obviously, they might make a little bit of a run this year as well. You know, you never know with the Titans. Two years ago, they were the best team in, in the AFC. And then you got the Colts. They could be a flyer. You know, last year, I predicted I thought they were going to be pretty good. But Matt Ryan let me down. He was absolute garbage. Now they got the rookie, uh, a secret weapon maybe, in Anthony Richardson. Could he be good? Jonathan Taylor right now is looking like he can't walk, though. Looking like an old man out there with his broken ass back. So uh, they could... Potentially be terrible. Now, the Houston Texans, I don't know if they're going to win the game. <laughs> I, I, I really don't. Their team is terrible. You know, they got their number one wide receiver is Nico Collins. Uh, they got Pierce as a running back who's a beast, but their defense, eh, we don't know yet. They got a new coach who's a defensive-minded coach, so they might be a good team this year. You never know. I highly doubt that, but, you know, C.J. Stroud, he's probably going to have a lot of growing pains as a rookie. Uh, so we'll see what happens there with them. But definitely, definitely the worst conference in football, hands down. Uh, but 
Funny thing is, how bad they are, they might have two playoff teams in the, in the Texans, I mean Titans and the Jags. Because some of the other divisions are so competitive that they're going to beat each other up that they, these teams actually might have four legit wins each. And, you know, you never know. They might get a couple wins here and there outside of the conference to give them just enough nine or ten to get into the playoffs as a wild card team, which could potentially happen based on how good the other conferences are. Um, but let's talk about their fantasy players in this. This is my top ten right here. Surprisingly, guys, for as bad of a conference as this is, they create some, some decent value in fantasy football. You got the AFC South, you got lead it by Derrick Henry. Whether you're in a regular fantasy league or a PPR, he's proven to be a top five guy every year. I don't see why he's going to change. I put number two here, but it's Jonathan Taylor. I just talked about him. He could be number one or he could be completely far off this list. You know, he's, he's not looking good in training camp, but he might just not be trying to play. I don't know. Uh, then you got Travis Etienne. I think in a PPR league, Travis Etienne could be a sleeper pick. Uh, you got that that offense right there. Who You got Trevor Lawrence right behind him. Calvin Ridley coming back this year. I think that offense could be extremely high-powered. Remember what happened when the Philadelphia Eagles had Chip, not Chip Kelly, had Doug Peterson. We won a Super Bowl, but we remember how that offense was. So now you add in a guy like Calvin Ridley who can be a top-five wide receiver in the entire league. That might benefit ETN and Trevor Lawrence a whole lot. So we're going to see. After that, we got DeAndre Hopkins. Could be a question mark for Tennessee, but I think that's a good add. We remember what Tennessee did when they had A.J. Brown. He was a beast. So we'll see. I think that could be a possible sleeper pick as well. Then we got Texans. You got Damian Pierce running back. Christian Kirk, wide receiver from Jacksonville. And then I put the Jags defense in here. A lot of you probably wonder why the hell you have Jags defense top 10 in the conference. Reason why is because the conference is so bad and they got a lot of ball hawks on that team. They got a lot of guys that are going to force turnovers. So if you're in a, a, a team where you know you don't want to draft the defense high, I'm telling you, look out for the Jaguars defense as one of your late picks that could be a top 8 to 10 defensive team this year in fantasy football. Very easily could be. Uh, then we got Michael Pittman Jr. Last year he would have been way higher on this list, but given the fact that we don't really know what's going to happen with Anthony Richardson as their quarterback, that's why I got him number 10. Now my question for you is next. What conference comes next? Is it going to be the USFL, the Canadian Football League, or the NFC South? This division stinks too. <laughs> but I think New Orleans can be absolutely dominant this year. They got a very easy schedule playing Tampa, who obviously they don't have a quarterback right now. Atlanta, they might not have a quarterback either. And then the Panthers got a five foot five guy back there. Could be uh, could be one bad conference. But I think the Panthers defense could stick stick up and be very good. Because last year they were a top ten defense in football, in fantasy football. Why not this year? You got Atlanta this year as well. They got they got B. John Robinson. He might add to help that passing game to actually allow them to be able to get the ball to Drake London and Kyle Pitts. And then Tampa, I'm just not even going to go there. They got a lot of weapons, though, but Baker Mayfield or Kyle Trask, I ain't sold on it. 
but they might steal a couple wins here based off uh, uh, their defense. And then New Orleans, they're pretty good. They're not, they're, they're not going to be no slouches. I think they're the fourth best team in the NFC. And honestly, they might sleep in there and, and win the NFC because of their defense. And if they get Derek Carr out there not turning the ball over, if Michael Thomas can come back and play well, Alvin Kamara comes back from suspension, they got a, a touchdown ball hawk in, in Jamal Williams, they could be pretty sneaky. So now top ten guys here. Now, I think this might be one of the best divisions for fantasy players. You got the rookie up top, Dijon Robinson. Obviously, we don't know what we're going to get from him. But all guy, all projections are having him be a top four fantasy guy in PPR. We saw what he did in college. We saw what he did at the Combine. We know his abilities. This guy can be Saquon Barkley plus more. We'll see what happens there. After that, I got Chris Olave. I think he could be a top 10 guy, especially if Michael Thomas comes back and performs what he's capable of doing. That makes Chris Olave have to be guarded by the two and three cornerbacks on their team. Good luck with that one. You know, like, hope goes to torch him. I got Alvin Kamara, number three, even though he's suspended. Because we know when he comes back, 20, 25 points a game, every game. Um, we see what Josh Jacobs did last year with Derek Carr. Alvin Kamara, I think, is probably better than him, in my opinion, and his overall ability of what he can do. So I think when he comes back, why not? Why can't he perform as well? Uh, like I was talking about Kyle Pitts there. Why not? He's always a question mark. He's always a, a guy that you got to have a yellow flag on because his abilities are top five in the league. But he never performs. He's inconsistent. So I think Bijan being there this year can help him a lot. Then we got the wide receiver duos from Tampa and Godwin and Evans. We got a running back from Carolina. Why not? We'll see what he does. I think um, a lot of times when the rookie comes in, they like dumping the ball off to the tight end and the running back. Miles Sanders is the running back, so why not? And then I got Nola defense. Again, another defense that's top five, top ten, that's going to really benefit off of a weak conference that they're in. So you're going to get six games that they're going to put up big numbers probably in their division. So uh, a team you might want to look out for drafting. And then we got Michael Thomas and Jamal Williams. We obviously just talked about them, so we could see them having potential good years too. So don't sleep on them either. Up next, we got the NFC North. We don't know what to expect from this division. We really don't. You know, Detroit Lions right now are the favorite of the division, and that, that's unbelievable because it's the Detroit fucking Lions. But then we got Green Bay. You know, we don't know what to expect from Green Bay and Jordan Love. I know my co-host who ain't here tonight would be telling me he's going to be the next next column because that's just what Green Bay does. You know, they got Favre, then they went to Rodgers. Why wouldn't you have faith that Jordan Love's going to be good as well? Obviously, I don't expect him to be nearly as good as those two guys. But why won't he be good? It's a system that has always produced a good quarterback. So I have faith that they're going to be good. And I have high praise for their defense this year. I think their defense this year is going to be phenomenal. I think they're going to step up a lot. Jair Alexander has a chip on his shoulder. And I like seeing play. And then we got the Bears. Traded for a wide receiver in DJ Moore. Justin Fields a year older. Why not? Everybody's trying to say they could be the Eagles 
of last year. We'll see. And then we got Minnesota. A lot of potential. They got Justin Jefferson. They could be dominant. So this could be a sleeper division that could literally turn into like the AFC East of last year, which wouldn't really shock me too much based on the the output of what these teams have done in their history, except the Lions, but we'll see that happen. Fantasy players, though, stacked. Justin Jefferson, number one. Justin Fields, number two, rightfully so. Number three, don't sleep on Amon St. Brown. When that guy actually played last year, he was number five average in fantasy points PPR. <clears throat> so don't sleep on this guy. The guy's an animal. He's a reception machine. They're going to have a high-powered offense. So this guy's going to be a beast. I have a high praise this year for Aaron Jones. I think a lot more of the Packers game is going to be ran through him. Same thing as I said about Carolina. They're going to dump the ball off to the running back a lot. Aaron Jones is going to be the recipient of a lot of receptions. So be on the lookout for him to uh, get a lot, a lot of points there in the PPR league, I think. So he's going to be real good. And then we got the rookie, Detroit, Jamar Gibbs. You know, they got rid of, of DeAndre Swift for this kid. And this kid's a tank. This kid's a beast. I think he can just run over anybody in the league. So be on the lookout for him. Then we got TJ Hawkinson, tight end. Potential to be the second best tight end in football this year in fantasy, fantasy football-wise. Playing for Minnesota. And Minnesota got rid of Thielen because of TJ Hawkinson. So I think he could be there. Then we got Alex Madison. They got rid of DJ Dalvin Cook for him. So be on the lookout for this guy to put up numbers. Every single time Alexander Madison has played as a starter, he's put up numbers. That's why they got rid of Cook. So this guy could be a sleeper for your league. His average draft position right now is like running back 25. He could easily be in the top 10. So mark him down. And then we got Christian Watson. All reports out of camp are saying that this dude is a freak of nature. So we'll see. Give me another sleeper. Then we got DJ Moore going to Chicago. The last... Like 10 guys that have gotten a wide receiver, finally, have produced the wide receiver as well. A la Jalen Hurts, A.J. Brown. I don't think D.J. Moore is as good as A.J. Brown, but hey, might get a lot of receptions. And then the always faithful, Kirk Cousins. Can't go wrong with Kirk Cousins. Next up, we got the NFC West. Now, the fact that this division is ranked fifth. Number five, and they got a Super Bowl champion from two years ago, and they got a team that went to the NFC Conference Championship last year, is phenomenal. They got three teams that can make the playoffs. The only reason they're not higher is because of the Arizona shit Cardinals. It's the first time since the Cleveland Browns in like 2008 that a team has zero favored games. In the NFL season. And think about it. They added a game. So that's how bad they are. Go look at the Cardinals roster. They are awful. Awful. I don't know why dude took coaching job there. But hey. I guess you like the beautiful city they're in. But terrible. 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 You got the Rams though. Rams could potentially make a comeback. 
you know, are they dead? Are they going to be able to get back to, you know, their Super Bowl capability of two years ago? Is Cooper Cup going to stay healthy? Is Matt Stafford going to hold up? I don't know. I'm going to say no, but if they do, <coughs> watch out for them. Then you got Seattle. Looks like they might be rebuilding the Legion of Boom. That defense is stacked. They got three wide receivers on the roster that are phenomenal. Can Geno Smith produce again? Or is his contract year that he had last year not going to happen again this year? We'll see. <coughs> and then we got the San Francisco 49ers. Looking like right now they might walk into the NFC Championship. Even without a quarterback. We don't know who the quarterback's going to be right now. doesn't matter. The system that they run is just dump off, don't turn the ball over. So we'll see what happens there. Fantasy guys, fantasy-wise. Another pretty good division. You got Christian McCaffrey, number one. Cooper Cup, number two. Rightfully so. Followed by DK Metcalf, who is probably going to benefit a lot by having a rookie drafted there in uh, Jackson Smith and the Jigba. Then I got Kenneth Walker. The dude's just a beast. All he does is run the ball. That's all he does. Run the ball and score. <clears throat> then we got George Kittle, Debo Samuel. Both guys got to stay healthy, though. If both guys stay healthy, we know what they produce. And then you got James Conner. All he does is score touchdowns. He's a guy that everybody hates for fantasy because you never know when he's going to turn up. And then in one game, he scores four touchdowns. And he wins you in your league. So... Don't sleep on him. And then we got San Francisco defense. Another perennial conference that's oh, their conference is pretty good. But they always play their conference pretty good, especially on the defensive wise. We already know that top two, three defense in the league. So be sure to always add them into your your, your fantasy draft. Brandon Ayuk, obviously. You know, he's, he's a weapon that is going to be getting, like, the fourth or fifth best guy covering him. Could be a lot of lot of catches for him. And the Cam Akers. A lot of you are questioning Cam Akers, but at the end of last year when Cam Akers got off his suspension or whatever the hell the team was doing to him, he produced. So he's the number one running back in L.A. We'll see what happens there. Next up, we got the division featuring the champs. <clears throat> we got the AFC West. Last year, this division was ranked number one. Everybody thought that every single team in this division was going to make the playoffs, and then they crashed and burned. The Broncos shit the bed. The Chargers defense didn't show up, and then Vegas, God knows, I don't know what happened to them. I kind of see the same kind of potential this year too, though, but we're not going to put them that high. We got Kansas City champions. We don't need to talk about them. We got the Chargers. That offense is phenomenal, but how's the defense going to hold up? The Chargers always seem to have this talent, but never produce. We'll see. Denver, got a new coach. Is it going to change things, or are they going to suck again? Is Russell Wilson going to be the same player he was, or is Russell Wilson going to show up? I, I honestly think he's going to show up this year. I think it's going to be a better team. Raiders, don't know what to expect from them. I really don't. They got a lot of talent. Josh Jacobs might not show up. Devontae Adams seems like he might be hurt, but we'll see. This division's pretty good, though, and it has potential to be the best division. Don't sleep on any of these teams except the Raiders, but the other three teams could be phenomenal. 
Now, this division. If you want to just pick out of a hat what division to use for fantasy football, AFC West. You got Austin Eckler, Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, Devontae Adams, Josh Jacobs. Anybody have a problem with that? Didn't think so. Justin Herbert, Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, Jerry Judy, and then Kansas City defense, who always is in the top 10 in fantasy football under Andy Reid. <coughs> the division is stacked. You could take any of those players right there. One, two, three, four, five, six. The first six guys can finish number one at their position. They really could. Any six of them could. A couple of them will. The first three will. Maybe the first four will. So think about that. They might possibly have four positions being number one in fantasy football. That's how good this conference is. Best one in my opinion. I, I don't know if Josh Jacobs is going to come back this year or what's going to happen with him, but if he does, he moves up to number two. Keenan Allen, he's due for a year where he stays healthy all year. He could be a top 10 wide receiver. Jerry Judy, if Russell Wilson produces, he could be a top 10 wide receiver. We'll see what happens with them. Phenomenal division, though. We're down to our final three, though. We've got three left. You got that. Both East and the AFC North. Now, a lot of people in the group were spread out about these three conferences. So here's what we got. Number three, the NFC East. We are a Philadelphia-based podcast, and uh, pretty much most of the people in the group had the NFC East number one. We don't. Simply because Washington sucks and the Giants are okay. Dallas and Philly, though, I don't know who's going to win the division. I think Philly's better, but I think Dallas is, I hate Dallas, but very talented team. If Dallas puts it all together, they probably won't be the best team in the NFL. Right up there. Now, the Giants, on the other hand, I don't have faith in Daniel Jones. I think last year was a fluke. I think he's going to be a bust this year. I think he's going to be happy he got paid. And it's going to go out the window. Saquon Barkley's probably going to get hurt. And the Giants are going to blow up. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong, but I don't know. But as for Dallas and Philly, one of them will be in the conference finals. And I honestly think one of them is going to win it. I hate to say Dallas is going to win the Super Bowl, but they have all the talent to do so. Especially when they sign Cooks and Gilmore. One on each side of the ball. I think they could be a phenomenal team. The Eagles... We don't even need to talk about the Eagles. They're stacked, left to right, every position. But how do they hold up after the Super Bowl? Usually teams fall, but we'll see what happens. I think they'll be okay. As for fantasy football purposes, another division that's phenomenal. You got Saquon Barkley, Jalen Hurts, Tony Pollard, A.J. Brown, C.D. Lamb, Terry McLaurin, Devontae Smith. And then we'll throw Dak Prescott in there because obviously he's going to throw for a lot. He's going to get a lot of touchdowns. Might get picks, but hey, touchdowns and yards get you points. Anybody have a problem with any of those teams? I I think this division, for fantasy purposes, is stacked. You know, you got A.J. Brown and C.D. Lamb are both going to be in the top five. 
Terry McLaurin, Devontae Smith, both going to be in the top 10. And then you got Pollard and Barkley, who could both be in the top five as well. We're going to be a phenomenal division. Phenomenal division. Number two, the AFC North. <coughs> now, this is the hard for us to put number two because this division is tough. It is tough. I think any one of these teams could win the division. I think all four of the teams could sneakily win the division. Because you got Cleveland this year, who's going to have Watson for the whole season. You got Pittsburgh, who's always 500 and is always in the playoffs. You got Baltimore, who obviously we know they're an elite team with Lamar when he's healthy. And then we got Cincinnati, who's phenomenal. This team right here is going to battle each other. They're going to have tough time getting through each other because they all know each other so well, and they're all well-rounded football teams. I think the Bengals win. I think the Ravens in second. And then I'm going to flip a coin, and I'm going to go with the Steelers in third, Browns in fourth. But I think they're all going to compete for a wild-card team. I think two or three of these teams might get in. We'll see what happens. As for fantasy football purposes, stacked. Another stacked division. Top three. You got Tamar Chase, who I think is probably going to be number two wide receiver this year. Might be number one, depending on what happens in Minnesota. You got Nick Chubb, who's always slept on. Always a running back that puts up numbers. Uh, As long as he's healthy, I think with Watson, he's going to put up big numbers this year. You got Lamar. You got Joe. Can't go wrong with either one of them guys. I have Lamar getting the edge over Joe because of his feet. Uh, I think he's going to be able to get a lot more rushing touchdowns this year than Joe is going to get. That's why I got him right there, but they're head and head. And then we got Mark Andrews, who they got Flowers edition in Baltimore. They got Odell edition in Baltimore, which is going to open up a lot of touchdown passes again. For Mark Andrews. I think he's going to be the number two tight end. Then we got Joe Mixon. Najee Harris. I think they're both going to be pretty good this year. It depends on uh, uh, health. And if, if, if there are other guys steal their touchdowns from them, Quite frankly. Uh, I think these guys could both get a lot of touchdowns. A lot of touches. A lot of catches. And then we got T. Higgins. Playing on a contract year. Could put up numbers. He might even be better than Jamar Chase. You never know. I mean, he's a true number one wide receiver. And then you got Amari Cooper. Everybody loves to sleep on Amari Cooper. With Watson, he's going to put up numbers. He's going to put up numbers. And then George Pickens. I've been hearing a lot of rant and rave about this guy in camp. I think he's going to get a lot of catches this year. A lot of of deep balls. A lot of yards. So he's going to be right there. And number one. Last but not least, we got the AFC East. <coughs> the AFC East could be the best division, or they all might crash and burn. It really could happen. On paper, though, Bills are stacked. Dolphins are stacked. The Jets are stacked. Patriots, defense is freaking phenomenal, and they got a run game. If the Jets actually play to what everybody expects them to play, they might win the division. If the Dolphins stay healthy and they play to what everybody thinks, they could win the division. The Patriots aren't going to win the division. 
but they're going to run the ball all over teams, and their defense is going to stop teams. It's going to be a tough out. Buffalo, if they stay healthy, legit number one. This conference is going to beat the shit out of each other. I think they got a lot of teams in there that could potentially make deep runs. So we'll see what happens with them. But number one, AFC East. It's going to be the AFC Beast this year. Fantasy-wise, number one, Tyreek. Number two, Josh Allen. Followed by Stephon Diggs, Jalen Waddle, Garrett Wilson. Garrett Wilson, a guy who could have a huge year. Huge year. He might be number one. Because we've seen what Aaron Rodgers has done with elite talent at wide receiver. They put up a lot of numbers. So Garrett Wilson, be on the lookout for him. <clears throat> Ramondre Stevenson, last year, sleeper. This year, people know who he is. But is that takes from Zeke going to hurt him? Then we got Brees Hall. Is he healthy? Is Cook going to take touch away from him? We don't know. We'll see. Then we got the Buffalo defense, New England defense, both elite, both forced turnovers, both get touchdowns. And then last but not least, we got Juju Smith-Schuster. That's it, though. Um, to break it down for you guys, again, we got... Let me get you here real quick. We got number one, AFC East. Number two, AFC North. Number three, NFC East. Number four, AFC West. Number five, NFC West. Number six, NFC North. Number eight... Or number seven, NFC South. And number eight, AFC South. We'd like to hear what you guys have to say. So uh, comment on, on our uh, post in Facebook. Let us know what you think. Let us know if you disagree with. We'd like to hear it. And let us know what you think about the, the fantasy breakdown on the top ten for each division. Because I thought that was a little bit different. So let us know what you think about that. Uh, because you never know. You know, uh, a lot of people have different rankings when it comes to fantasy. I thought it was going to be a lot harder than I thought to actually break down each conference for fantasy football guys because there's so many players. But, like, when you do it, you realize, wow, like, some of these conferences produce a lot of good players. Some of them just stink. But thank you guys for tuning in. We will be back with another episode. So tune in. Get ready because football's back, which means we're back full time. Thanks for tuning in. Peace out, y'all. We'll be back again.